Welcome to On Mission, the teaching ministry of the Mission Church in Irvindale. We exist to love God by loving others, leading them to become fully functioning followers of Christ Jesus. Join Pastor Mike as he teaches through the Gospel of Luke. Well, I want to begin this morning with a passage that is not in Luke. It's in 1 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 13. In fact, what I would like to do is ask you to read it out loud along with me. It's on the screen, and what's on the screen is what's in my notes. And so if we follow that, we should be able to get it right. So 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13, let's read it together. Let's read. No temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful And he will not allow you to be tempted beyond your ability, but with the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to bear it or to endure it. Thank you. You know, when we come back to Luke, we enter chapter four. We find that Jesus is at the threshold of his public ministry. He has now been baptized, identifying himself with the righteousness of repentance and trust in God, even though he personally had nothing to repent of, but he identified with that as in his humanity. The Holy Spirit has come upon him and has filled him in his humanity. And he has been publicly proclaimed more than once as the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world, which is a a direct statement about his messiahship. Three experiences that the Lord now has had that would fill anyone with joy and with promise and expectation. And I'm sure that Jesus, in his humanity and his emotions, experienced that joy and that high point as these things that are part of the Father's will for him were coming to pass. What we find today is that on the heels of these mountaintop experiences, Jesus is now going to face a valley, a valley that is so deep that no mere mortal could survive it. Jesus is tested by temptation. Our passage is Luke chapter 4, verses 1 through 13, and this is what Luke writes. And Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit in the wilderness for 40 days, being tempted by the devil. And he ate nothing during those days, and and when they were ended, he was hungry. The devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, command this stone to become bread. Jesus answered him, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone. And the devil took him up and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time and said to him, To you I will give all this authority and their glory, for it has been delivered to me, and I will give it to whom I will. If you then will worship me, it will all be yours. And Jesus answered him, It is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only Shall you serve? And he, that is Satan, took Jesus to Jerusalem and set him on the pinnacle of the temple and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down from here. 
For it is written, he will command his angels concerning you to guard you. And on their hands they will bear you up, lest you strike your foot against a stone. And Jesus answered him, It is said, You shall not put the Lord your God to the test. And when the devil had ended every temptation, he departed from him until an opportune time. We begin looking here at verses uh, 1 and 2, and I want to call your attention to something that... Um, that we don't like to acknowledge about God. But in the light of this text, I don't see how we have any other choice. And that leads me to truth point number one, that God wills times of triumph and celebration, times of testing and trial in our lives. And we don't mind the part that God plans, executes, wills, so to speak, times of, uh, uh, of triumph and celebration. We're all good with that. But we don't like to think of him as having a plan where his will is being exercised, wherein testing and trials come into our lives. But it's a fact. And many times the testing comes on the heels of triumph. We've all gone through those times of trial and testing, and most likely all of us have found ourselves in those times lamenting, why is this happening to me? Anybody? Have you ever done that? Why is this happening to me? What did I do to deserve this difficulty? What have I done wrong? Well, I've been there and you've been there. And I invite us to lift our eyes to the Lord Jesus. Although he is perfect in every way, we see God the Spirit following the will of God the Father to lead. Some versions actually say that he was driven into the wilderness, but the ESV says that the, the Spirit led him into the wilderness. And we find that this time of trial and testing is the will of the Father for Jesus. This is not Satan somehow overcoming God's will and creating all kinds of havoc. This is God saying, Spirit, lead him there and backing off and letting Satan have his way. And we would ask, why would God do that? Why would he do that to God the Son? And the answer comes back because Jesus in his humanity had to be tested. He had to be tested. Like those that he represented on the cross, he had to face temptation. Only his would be on a grander scale than ours, and his tempter would be no one less than Satan himself. Now, as we think about temptation, it brings me to truth point number two, and it is this, that temptation is not a predetermination to sin. Let's just stop there, okay? Some of us think that temptation, it's automatically guaranteed I will sin. If I'm tempted, I'm going to fall. Let me just tell you that temptation is not a predetermination that you will sin. It is a test. It is a test designed to show one's maturity or lack thereof to trust God's word and rely on his power and grace to maintain their standing in his righteousness. And before Jesus could hit the bricks with the full force of his ministry, 
he by necessity had to face the temptations that all people face. He had to be tried and tested like all of us are. He had to show in his humanity that faith in and obedience to God can be accomplished when we trust his goodness, his love, and his power. How else could he be our our high priest who knows what we face? I reference you to Hebrews chapter 2, verse 18, that says this, Because he himself has suffered when tempted, he is able to help those who are being tempted. The reason that Jesus is, is able to be there at our aid and to give us help and to understand what we're going through is because he, like us, has suffered through temptation. Well, this morning, we're going to talk about three specific temptations that Satan brought to Jesus. Before we do, let me just set this stage very quickly. Uh, There's a place in Israel between between southern Palestine and the Dead Sea called Jessamun. Jessamun. That word means the devastation. This place is a, a wasteland. This is where Jesus has been driven into this wilderness place. And for 40 days, we find that Jesus is fasting. Think about that. No food at all of any kind for 40 days, only water. And also take note that during this time, Satan is permitted to bring an onslaught of temptation. Not just these last three, but the entire time that he's been out there, he has been facing one temptation after another. All the kinds of temptation that we face. And at the end of the 40 days, Jesus' flesh is at its weakest point. And it's at this point that Satan comes to him with the three temptations that we find recorded in Luke's gospel. Temptation number one comes to us from verses three and four, and basically can be summed up like this. Can God be trusted? Doubt. Doubt is the seed that Satan uses to plant distrust of God in our hearts. He rarely ever comes out, just right out and accuses God of being untrustworthy. He simply plants the suggestion. I remind you that that's exactly what he did when he enticed Eve to eat of the forbidden fruit. He did not come denying what God said, but he implied that God was withholding some good things from Eve. Satan's words are found There from Genesis chapter 2, did God actually say, or from 3, did God actually say, you shall not eat of any tree of the garden? Now, obviously, he has purposely here misstated what God said. Did God, did he actually say, Eve, that you shall not eat of any tree of the garden? Now, his misstatement then seemingly caused Eve to feel that she needed to defend God. And so she recounts for for Satan what God said. But in her exuberance, we find that she adds something to the statement that God never said. She replies, we may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but God said, you shall not eat of the fruit of the tree in the midst of the garden. Ah, here's the extra. Neither shall you touch it, lest you die. At this point, Satan's got her in a conversation 
and he's going to lead her down the primrose path, he responds to that by saying, you will not surely die. Casting doubt. It was the first step that led to the fall, which created the need for redemption if man was ever going to have right standing with God again. And so I believe Satan, realizing that he had scored once before with this uh, approach, Perhaps his reasoning to himself, why not try it again? And so he tries it on Jesus. Now, there are two ways that Satan sought to cast doubt with Jesus there in the wilderness. First, he attacks Jesus' identity. And then second, he attacked God's care and provision for him. The English Standard Version says that the statement was, if, if you are the Son of God. Other versions actually say that it was since you are the Son of God. Either way, it really doesn't matter. In the context, we get to the same place. This is an attack aimed at the pride of of the flesh, at, at, at pride of the flesh. We humans have pride in our flesh. Jesus is there in his humanity, not saying he had pride himself, but Satan is attacking something that is common to us. This is On Mission. The Mission Church is located at 12001 Ridgemont Drive in Urbandale. To learn more about our ministry, visit our website at themissiondsm.org or call us at 515-255-2122. We gather for worship each Sunday at 10 a.m. We would be honored for you to join us. Have a blessed day, and thank you for listening to On Mission.